Yes, indeed. What's going on, y'all? Jermaine, man, Big Wayne with another episode of Calling the High Seat. Come on in here. The water's just fine. How y'all doing on this Friday? Hope it's doing fine for you. Now, <laughs> I don't know how much y'all follow social media or watch big sports news and all that like that, but I don't know if y'all been following this whole thing with Shaq, you know, people coming at Shaq, but, but just to paraphrase and sum it up real quick, Shaq's been, you know, he's come off as like a hater. All right. And, you know, first it started out what shed it to light was the interview with Donovan Mitchell. I'm paraphrasing. Basically saying Donovan Mitchell don't got what it takes to go to the next level. He told that to Donovan Mitchell's face. Donovan was just like, uh, okay, you know, fine, whatever. And it was made for, it made for an awkward, you know, interview. Okay, cool. That led to Kevin Durant saying something on Twitter or IG, wherever he did it, saying basically, oh, I don't know why these OGs be hating on us and everything like that. I'm going to let this be great. Well, LeBron comments, yeah, I know what you mean. I think a lot of it comes off into the tone. Again, I'm paraphrasing all this because I don't have all that in front of me, but y'all get it. Okay, so then that shed the light on, you know, Shaq proceeded to say post something on his IG, which I happen to see because I follow Shaq on IG. You know, plays uh, you know, I know what Grace looked like. I played with some of the best to ever do it. And he posted some pictures with uh it was a Dwayne Wade. Of course he had Kobe, had Gary Payton, had LeBron in there, played the best to ever do it. I know what greatness looked like. I've seen it up close. Great, cool. But oh no, the big diesel didn't stop there. No, sir, Bob. He did not. Later on, he posted, you know, I got a. Uh, Ain't nobody in the league done what I've done besides LeBron and Steph Curry. I got G14 classification, which he, you know, that line he loves to say from Rush Hour. He loves to say that. And, uh, you know, you better Google me. And, you know, I got to thinking about this. I, I went full circle on this whole Shaq thing. And, you know, I got to think about the stuff he said with Rudy Gobert talking about, you know, hey, if you get, if you you know, you can average 11 points a game, you can make $200 million. I went thought about the whole thing with Dwight Howard, how he was doing that when I, when he, the night he won the championship, how Shaq was like, oh, you ain't do nothing. You were just a little role player. Take your little picture, sit down and shut up. Pretty much saying Dwight didn't have a right to celebrate. I thought about all that, and then the Dwight history they got there. Then I looked at the Carl Anthony Towns quote, you know, saying, you know, you got your money, put your panties up, and go ahead and play ball. I thought about that. I thought about the time Luka Doncic, he had he did something good in the bubble. He had like, you know, like one of them crazy little Luka number games, a 30.17, something like that, some kind of Larry bird S type game. You know, and Shaq, oh, you know, we've seen that before. Ain't nothing special. And then I thought about the Donovan Mitchell thing, which started all this. Oh, you know, he don't have what it takes to go to the next level. So I do see where Shaq comes off as it seems like, a, I almost seem like it's kind of hating. It does. It does. And it to me, he does come off insecure. Shaq, now, I think Shaq's all-time great. On my all-time list, I got him number eight. I do. But he, there is some insecurity that comes off with it. But... Look past the messenger. Is he right? Look at now. Some of that is hating. Some of it just criticism. Does Don? Are we? Is anybody talking about the Jazz? You know, winning the championship, beating the Lakers? No. Is LeBron? Is Donovan Mitchell better than LeBron? No. Is he better than Paul George? No. Is he better than Giannis? No. Joel Embiid? No. Ben Simmons? No. No, better than Kevin Durant. No. Is he better than James Harden? 
No. Is he better than Bradley Beal? No. So the point is, is he right? You see what I'm saying? And then we going with the Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns, once upon a time, the GM said he was going to be the future of the league. You remember that? You remember that? There was a time all that he was the number one overall pick. He got his money. And since then, you know what I mean, Carl Anthony Towns and the Wolves been watching the playoffs on the couch with me and you. So pull up the panties, pull up his draws, and play good. Is he right? He is right. He's correct about that. When, you know, Luka Doncic does all these numbers and everything, you know, y'all compared him to Larry Bird, which I told y'all to stop it. Y'all doing a lot better this year. I'm so proud of that. But, you know, we have seen those numbers before. He didn't need to say it. He didn't have to say it like that because Luka's still a special player. He's not Larry Bird. Okay, fine. But it's a lot of players that's not Larry Bird. So, again, we've seen it before. So, is he right? Yes, he is. Now, Dwight, he was hating with Dwight. He didn't have to say that with Dwight. Dwight, he going to championship. And Shaq, the king of saying, oh, I got a ring, I got a ring. Well, Dwight got a ring. So he was coming. He came off as a little hating right there to me. So Rudy Gobert, I, it's a misleading thing with Rudy. Rudy is not an offensive guy. You know, we talking about a two-time defensive player of the year. He's actually second in the league in blocks right now. And he got the Jazz playing really good. Actually, the Jazz, for all that, he was talking about Donovan Mitchell and Rudy. They actually have the best record in the West. They've won nine straight games, have the best three-point shooting percentage in the league. So the team as a unit is playing pretty good. So maybe it was ill time when him talking about Rudy and Donovan Mitchell. But nevertheless, about the individual critiques, is he right? Now, what would be the difference if I said something or if Stephen A. Smith or Skip Bayless, Shannon Sharp? Mike Tirico, you know, somebody like that. And we got to look at it. Some of it, these players are highly sensitive. Highly sensitive. That's really the issue here. So, yeah, Shaq can come off as a little insecure. Yeah, he may, he, you know, he, he, uh, you know, he, he may have made laid on some things he didn't need to say. You know, I wouldn't have said the whole thing with Dwight. Yeah, but again, these players, they, they are a little sensitive. Sensitive. You see what I mean? You got to get out your feelings and look at the information. Is he right? And he is. He might come off as petty. He might come off as insecure. But again, ask yourself, is he right? And he is right. He is absolutely correct. So don't look at the messenger. Look at the messenger. It's almost like if you dating, uh, you know, you in a relationship. And I'm talking to the fellas. I'm talking to my fellas. Can I talk to these fellas for a minute? You ever been in a relationship, you dating your girl, and it seems like she nagging about this, nagging about that. You know what I mean? It seems like she complaining. You know what I mean? She talking about this and talking about that. Oh, you always got your clothes on the floor. You know, the dishes. You know what I mean? Talking about trying trying to get you to push you to get a better job and everything. It might come off as not nagging, but look past her and look at the words and ask yourself, is she right? Now, sometimes she's not, sometimes she is. It just depends on the situation. Because really, in the midst of all that nagging, all they're really trying to do is make you a better person. That's all that is. That's all that is. You just got to get out your feelings and look at the criticism and use it as fuel and push you to another level. Shaq could be using this to push all these players to another level. He could be. I don't know. 
but look at the information and say it with me. Is he right? He is. You know what I'm saying? So look at the message and must less at the messenger and we can't take everything so personal. You know, Shaq does know what he 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 has seen greatness. He has played against Michael Jordan. He has played with Kobe. He has played with D-Wade. He has played with LeBron James. He has played with Steve Nash. He has played with Gary Payton. So when he says he knows what greatness looks like, is he right? He is. So, yes. Yes. So we got to look less at that's I've come full circle with this Shaq thing because I've been all over the place with it. But that's where I'm at with it. So I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm all right with it. I'm cool with it. It may come off a little weird and the delivery is everything because it's more about how you say it than more so than what you say it. So maybe so. But, you know, Shaq, you know, he came from a drill sergeant family. So he Shaq just ain't a guy that's just going to be just be patting you on your ass all day. OK, so what, what what's the problem? If this was if this was Max Kellerman or somebody saying something like that, we'd be saying something because they gonna get since you know they, they talk about K, you know it's just normal fans talking about Kevin Durant and he got sensitive about everything before we talked about this we talk about say somebody said about LeBron James oh you just hating you just hating you see what I mean so these aren't new things it's just Shaq saying it and he didn't say nothing wrong you know what I mean so that's all I gotta say about that so when we talking about Shaq and these comments. Ask yourself, is he right? Now, let me segue to this. Y'all been seeing the Wizards here this year. <laughs> and everybody talking about, you know, prayers up for Bradley Beal, Bradley Beal, because, you know, he, he putting these Herculean efforts up in these losing efforts, you know, dropping 47 points in the loss, 31 points in the loss, dropped 61 night in loss, you know, losing, losing, losing. Well, look, here, here, it's hard for me to feel bad for Bradley Beal because he did sign that extension, okay? But me, the Wizards aren't going anywhere. Westbrook, it, it looked like he on the wrong side of 30 now. And Bradley Beal, you know, he, he's white hot. So, and you're not going to win in the East. You look like you're not going to make the playoffs. Kenny, look, Kenny Rogers said it best. You got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away. Doggone it, you know when to run. I think it's time to move Bradley Bill. I think it's time. Because you know he's not going to sign there. You know nobody's not going to come to Washington. Why you say that, Wayne? Because who's ever come to the Washington Wizards? That, that, <laughs> their biggest free agent signing in history is what? A 45-year-old Michael Jordan. <laughs> All right. So and that was because I believe he had some ownership with Washington at the time. But nobody's coming to the Washington. So you, you got to move them. You got to. That's 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 what's got to happen here. I think you find you a deal, find you some suitors. I would talk to just do this man a solid. Just just. Because he's doing everything and who knows what you might be able to get to. You might be able to get the farm. You are three and eleven. Offense is not your problem. You are three and eleven. You again, you have the lead and score in the NBA and Mr. Triple Double himself, Westbrook, and you are three and eleven.
The defense is terrible. We know that. That's I don't know what else. I, I don't know why why you, what the, what interest you have in keeping Bradley Beal at this point. I, I don't know what it is. And I, I if it's a draw, fine. But you you got what you can get for a superstar. And like I said, this is why I, you know what you know my rule. I would not trade for a superstar. This but trying to give up one, I would. And he's already said, is he frustrated? They asked him, is he frustrated? He's always oh, the sky blue. So he's frustrated. He's doing all this in a losing effort. And you're not going anywhere. So why not punt on this? Why not try to trade him when his stock is white hot? If Bradley Bill was a restaurant, he would be Krispy Kreme with the hot sign on. You got to deal him right now. You have to. Because look at what you can turn it into. And that segues me into my next topic. The Houston Rockets. We know about the whole James Harden thing. I ain't got to get into it. They moved James Harden and look at that team now. Now they got Boogie and John Wall, so that wasn't part of it. But do the Houston Rockets not feel like a better team today than what they did without James Harden? Look at the numbers. Their points per game has went up. Their defenses went up. They won four straight games. The ball moves more. When you get rid of somebody that's ball dominant, a couple things happen. Number one, that opens up the floor. Because now all of a sudden, one person being a threat, there's a couple more threats. You can, it forces you to look at more options. Like if, It's almost like, say, if you go to McDonald's every day, you go to McDonald's every day, Monday, McDonald's, Tuesday, McDonald's, Wednesday, McDonald's, Thursday, McDonald's, Friday, McDonald's, Saturday, McDonald's, Sunday, McDonald's, the whole day. Did I say Saturday, Sunday? Either way, you get the point. Seven days a week, McDonald's. Now, for whatever reason, let's say McDonald's closed under construction. It forces you to go somewhere else. It forces you to look at a Subway and get you one of them protein bowls. It forces you to get go to a Wendy's and try a five for five. It might force you to go to... I don't know. It might force you to go to a Taco Bell. Hell, it may force you to cook at home. It opens up your uh, your options. It opens all that up. And that's exactly what's happened. That's why the ball's moving more. That's why they're scoring more. That's why the chemistry looks better because instead of one, it's the whole team. And as a result, they look pretty good. John Wall. Victor Oladipo, Boogie Cousins, you still got Eric Gordon, Christian Wood hooping. Uh, Boogie looked like he trying to turn back the clock. Washington, look, they do not look bad. They look better now without him. So I say that to say this. Who says the Wizards can't do the same thing? You 3-11. and 11. How bad can it possibly get? Because you're already bad now. Just think of what you could get with a Bradley Bill. We're talking about leading the league and scoring. And I don't know if y'all know how the game of basketball works, but typically the one with the highest score wins. And Bradley Bill is the leading scorer in the NBA. If they put the trade sign on him, he, you want to talk about DMs getting flooded. There won't be a team in the league that won't be knocking on your door. You got to trade Bradley Beal now.
originally Houston didn't want to trade James Harden. Long story short, they traded him. Now look at him. <laughs> and now look at the Nets. You got the Houston Rockets winning four straight games, beat a good team in Portland after they was down 20. Meanwhile, you got the Nets, you know, losing the, the Cavs, struggling against the Heat, and going into overtime with the Hawks. Anybody with some size is beating Brooklyn. Anybody with some size. And I told y'all, I told y'all don't put those no stock in the Nets. Now look at y'all. Everybody, everybody's saying what I've been saying now. Philly look like the best team in the East today, don't they? I told y'all. I told you this is why I don't trade for superstars. Because you got to give up too much. The Nets do not look like the best team in the East. And if you're watching basketball, that is not the best team in the East. You look at Milwaukee, they look like they can do something. Did you see what Philly did against the, the uh, Lakers? You see how Embiid looking like an MVP? You see the depth? You see the Seth Curry, the brother of Steph Curry? You see Tobias Harris? You see the depth? You see Maxie, the little rookie out of Kentucky? You see that? They got more than one. It's a team, not just a group of guys. That is why the, the Nets... Is the prime example why you do not trade for a superstar. Yes, they got Kevin Durant. Great. Yeah, they got Kyrie Irving. Great. Yeah, they got James Harden. Fantastic. Points on top of points on top of points. Like the great Walt Frazier would say, they out there duping and hooping. But yet, they are still on the market for more players. Why? Because they cannot cover a to-go plate at the end of Thanksgiving. They need defense. They can't get a stop. That's why you don't trade for, de- for stars. Because now they got rid of a Jared Allen. They got rid of a T- Torian Prince. So if you, I don't care if you, you gave up 147 points to the Cleveland Cavaliers who has the second worst offense in the NBA. You gave up 147 points. And have you noticed, have you noticed that we're seeing a reoccurring trend with these Brooklyn Nets? Let's roll back the tape, shall we? Okay. Colin Sexton with the Cavs, 42 points, a career high. Play the, play the Miami Heat. Bam, out the Bayou. 42 points. Career high. Trey Young, go off. I don't know if he had a career high because he be hitting them 40s a lot. But everybody seemed to be going off against the Brooklyn Nets. Why is everybody going to go off against the Brooklyn Nets? Because they can't stop nobody. That's why. That's why they sitting there begging the Cavs for Andre Drummond. Because they need some height. You have no rim protection. Why? Because you traded for James Harden. I told you not to do it, but you did it anyway. Now look at you. Anybody with a damn jersey on is going to the rim. And as a result, you are sitting there begging for team superstars. That is why you do not trade for a superstar because the price is too high. Now, Speaking of superstars, another one, Deshaun Watson. Football, but he demanding a trade. Again, 
I said it, and I'm going to keep on saying it. Deshaun Watson is great. A top five QB. No matter where you put him, you can't name five QBs better than Deshaun Watson. You might name two or three, but you can't name five. At least you can't do it and make it sound like you make sense. But look, the action price is going to be too high. You're going to need at least like two draft picks. You're going to have to give up a superstar. And who knows how much more. You cannot give all that up. Because if you trade all that for Deshaun Watson, what do you have? A quarterback is great. I get it's important. It's the, a head coach and a quarterback. It starts there. I understand all that. But he's got to have something to throw to. We've seen these Texans in the playoffs. What have they done? Nothing. The grand, I know they may have gotten to the AFC Championship that one year, but they blew a lead to the Chiefs. That was last year. I'm not counting this year against them because, you know, they, they front office acting crazy. And I get why he would want out. But to me, I wouldn't trade for him. And I especially wouldn't trade for him if I was the Jaguars, if I was the Jets, if I was the Dolphins, or if I was the 49ers. Because that Miami Dolphins team has a – I don't know if y'all was paying attention, but that defense is pretty good. They getting turnovers with a bunch of guys that you never heard of. Tua – they talk now. It's funny. All of a sudden, they 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 ain't sure about Tua. The boy was a rookie. Let him play. Okay, fine. He don't look like Patrick Mahomes. Fine. He don't look like Josh Allen. Fine. He don't look like Lamar Jackson. Fine. He might not be Russell Wilson. Okay, fine. But it takes time. We got to stop. Asking these kids to save the world on day one. Football is not a game you can do that. There's only very few that can. And even the ones that do, they still got things around them. Give to a time. I know we in an instant gratification world, but you got to let it marinate. You got to let it marinate. You got to let it cook. It's not like if you're using a crock pot. No, sometimes it got to simmer. It got to bring it to a boil. Sometimes it got to cook all night. Let this breathe a little bit. The Josh Allen three years ago did not look like the Josh Allen that was in the AFC Championship. You know why? He grew. He learned. He progressed. He advanced. And he evolved. How come Tua can't do that? Give him a chance. And think about if you trade for him. Do you know what you're getting ready to have to give up? That defense, bye-bye. The Jets, y'all got the number two pick, and you have a good quarterback with Sam Donald already. Get you with Devontae Smith. Get him. Put him with Sam Donald. Let's see what the coach Robert Saylor can do. But if you give, if you give all that up for Deshaun Watson, bye-bye. You can kiss all that goodbye. The 49ers, you're not a bad team. You were just hurt. I'm not crazy about Jimmy G, but I like Ayuk. I like their running game. I like the defense. You're going to have to give up. Are you going to give up all those pieces for Deshaun Watson? Guess what? Bye-bye. All that's gone. Draft picks mean so much more. In the NBA, draft picks, you know, it's, it's hit and miss depending on the year. But football, because there's so many moving parts, so many moving pieces. You got to have those picks. Those picks are so much more valuable. 
and you giving up all these things that could turn your franchise around for one guy, that's not realistic. And I don't care what the sport is. I know it's about sacrifice. But what are you sacrificing for? It's about managing the gap. You know, you don't want to br- you don't want to spend more than you bring it in cuz that that's what gets you in the hole. And if you spend more than what you bring in, that's going to ultimately get you in the hole. Deshaun Watson's going to get you in the hole. Now, Deshaun has all the leverage unless he cuz he got that no trade clause cuz technically he can kind of cherry pick where he wants to go. But so wh- whoever does this deal with Deshaun Watson cuz somebody going to do it. Be careful. So, the thing I'm going to leave you with, ask yourself, is he right? Now, I might be right about that. I might be wrong. I don't know. I'm just calling the high I see it. Now, get on out of here. <laughs> I'll wrap it y'all later.